0: Hey, what's up, everybody? It's Randy Couture. If you're out there looking for a great sports podcast, go check out Big Mouth Small Words. What up, guys? It's Josh Say. and I just want to give a shout-out to the Big Mouth Small Words podcast in Boston. Thank you guys for your dedication and support. Real pets. Hey, it's Big Jim from 98.5 The Sports Hub, and I love listening to Big Mouth Small Words. Check them out at Big Mouth Small Words Podcast. Big Mouth Small Words Sports Talk we back, baby. Another episode. Let's go. Oh, baby. A podcast two days later from the... Oh, my good Lord. Hello, everyone. And welcome to episode number 165 of the Big Mouth Small Words podcast. It's just me. I waited too long before to give you a podcast. I'm not going to make the same mistake. Got a lot going with the music. You already know. So the Bruins have an opponent. In the second round, they are the New York Islanders. How this happened, I don't know. But the first game is going to be 8 o'clock on Saturday. Holy hell, things are happening very, 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 very quickly. (laughs) So we need to get into this. Um, The way the playoffs have played out so far is pretty incredible. I was mad at the Bruins at the end of the year for winning games because I wanted to avoid the Capitals at all costs. I didn't like them. I thought it was a bad matchup. I know they were a little banged up with injuries, but I did not want to play the Capitals. Didn't want them. Fast forward to the Bruins beating the Capitals in five fairly easily, might I add, getting some rest, and now seeing that the fourth seed Islanders beat the number one seed Penguins in six games. It's crazy to me. I can't believe that we're here. But first off, let me give credit where it's due. Bruce Cassidy, he did not care about the seeding. He said that while we were going on that run. He said before every team was evenly matched and he didn't care win or lose or draw. He didn't care about matchups. So that was fine. The Bruins ended with the third seed and now somehow they've managed to get home ice advantage (laughs) with that third seed. And this could not have worked out Any better? This is this is awesome for the Bruins. So it's not all good, though. So calm down, everybody. I'm getting a little ahead of myself here. So the Islanders looked horrible heading into the playoffs, but they look a lot different now that they are in the playoffs. I've I've been watching the series closely. I knew that they would be physical, and I knew that they were going to grind some games out. I was hoping the series would go seven. It didn't. I really thought that the Penguins were going to win that series because they have the firepower. But I was impressed, man. I was impressed how the Islanders handled going down in games and coming back strong. They didn't make many mistakes, and they cashed in on opportunities. If you give the Islanders an opportunity, man, they are going to cash in. Do not make a mistake with them. Now you throw in how good their goaltending has become. It's a recipe for a scary playoff team, man. You do not want to have to deal with a hot goaltender. So... Let's go over the Bruins versus the Islanders. This is not going to be like a 30-minute podcast, probably just going to be 15 minutes, but I wanted to go a little more in-depth and tell you guys what I expect to see from this series. So I'm going to go to the season series, and I know it doesn't so much matter, but you know what? Those who don't know their own past are doomed to repeat it. So let's go over this really quickly. Between these two teams... The Islanders owned the Bruins in the first half of the regular season, and the Bruins got some redemption late with their playoff push. The Islanders went five wins, two losses, and one draw. The Bruins went three wins, three losses, and two draws. Those records indicate that the Islanders were much better. But when you look at the numbers, it was so freaking close. The goals for was 18 to 20. It was only a two-goal difference. The power play percentage was a 1% difference, and the penalty kill percentage was a 1% difference. I mean, most every game that these two teams came down to the wire, and it was one mistake. One mistake that cost each one of them the games. So that makes for scary but fun playoff hockey. (laughs) I'm going to be terrified, but I mean, this is a good matchup, man. And when I look and I try to make a determination on who's going to win a playoff series, I go by certain categories. I, As we did for the last round, we, we would go for the offensive edge, defensive, goaltending, and X factors. I don't have batch. I don't have Matt, so I'm going to do it myself here. When it comes to the offense, I have to give the offensive edge to the Bruins. I think that after that trade deadline where they acquired Taylor Hall, Riley, Lazar, it was huge for the team. And the thing is, it's hard to find another team that can match the Bruins' perfection line of Pasternak and Marshi and Bergeron, but now that you have to deal with the second line, and the second line is just as formidable as the first, it really screws with teams, man. I mean, Craig Smith, David Krejci, and Taylor Hall are a matchup nightmare for anyone. I don't know if anyone can compare to that line when they're playing at their best. And I don't think we've seen Krejci's best yet. So I'm telling you, when playoff Krejci comes in, it's going to be bad. I think Lazar makes that fourth line a lot more physical. I think they're a lot more dangerous now. I think that third line, man, it could go either way. You know, Richie, Coyle, and DeBrusque usually find themselves on the score sheet and mostly Richie, which makes no sense. But the Islanders have some weapons too. Don't get me wrong. Barzal. Uh, Eberle, Palmieri, Clutterbuck. I actually think when I look at all these these players, I think that the Islanders have the edge in the third and fourth lines, but I think the Bruins have the edge with the first and second line. Honestly, I'm going to get a little bit of slack here, but I don't think it's close. I really don't. I don't think it's close when it comes to the first two lineups. So I'm giving the edge to the Bruins when it comes to offense. Defense is tougher. I like what both teams are doing. I think Charlie McAvoy is one of the best in the game at defense. But here's my issue with the Bruins. And I'm not saying the Islanders are anything great, but Grizzlick, is he great? He's good offensively, but we're talking about defense here. He's very small. He gets bodied off the puck a lot. Riley, I do like, but he's hit or miss. Speaking of hit or miss, Brandon Carlo, dude, I mean... Second-line defensive pair, and he can't get the puck out of the zone. He'll have some good moments, but mostly, I don't know. So the Islanders, they've got some solid players. I like Letty. I like Pollock, I like Mayfield. But I think, man, when I come down to it, it's rough. I, I think that the Islanders are defensively tougher. I think that they're bigger and tougher. I think that they're more aggressive offensively. I just also think they don't have anyone that can match McAvoy. So I'm going to go with a push here. I I did talk to Batch a little bit about this. He's not overly impressed by the Islanders. Batch had it as a clear win for the Bruins. I don't think it's that clear. It all depends on how we play. So for now, I'm going to put that as a push. So the Bruins have the offensive edge. Defense, I'll say, is a push. I know that's a cop-out, but it's where I'm going with it. When it comes to goaltending... This is worse than the defense. I mean, it's hard to say who has the edge here. I love what I saw from Tuka Rask. But in the playoffs, sometimes it's better to ride the hot hand. We all know that. We've seen it a million times. And that's what the Islanders are doing right now with their rookie goaltender, Sorokin. I mean, he's unbeaten in the playoffs. And despite getting peppered, I mean, this dude has like a million shots on him a game. And he makes it look pretty easy. He's he's kind of scaring me a little bit, I'm not going to lie. I'm going to give, once again, a push. And here's my reasoning for this. Rask, he's got the experience. He's been there before, but he's also blown it before. I think Rask is a way better goalie. But as we've seen a million times, when you ride the hot hand, like Sorokin doesn't know what screwing up is yet. So he might not screw up, but then again he might get five in on him and then all of a sudden they got to go back to the other guy and they're a little screwed he's a pretty good goalie too but i'm gonna say i gotta say push dude yeah it's rough i think it's a little scary when you look at the uh goaltending in the series so with all that being said it's pretty tough to call this i mean this series is gonna be rough there's no question about that in the end if I had to pick a team that I feel better about, obviously I'm going to go with the Bruins. I'm a homer. <laughs> but it's not just that. I-, I would say the Bruins, but not by much. I think that Rask has been here before. He looked more than up to the task in the last round against better scores, in my opinion, with the Capitals. And he should be able to outplay a rookie here. Will he? I don't know. I can't answer that. But I think he should be able to outplay him. In a series like this, where it comes down to a few plays that can affect the whole game, I look to the X-Factors to win the series. Some people have given me shit saying that David Krejci is an X-Factor, but here's my thing. David Krejci did not do much last round, and that is because the Capitals made it their mission to destroy Krejci on every play because they know when that guy gets it going, it's all over. And by the way, it didn't work out for the Capitals. They went after Krejci, the first line figured it out, and they got smoked. That can happen to anybody. But... This is the perfect time for playoff creche, isn't it? Vintage playoff creche It's the perfect time for it to happen. In my opinion, this is going to be a tougher series. If the Bruins are going to win this series, I think the second line has to be their best line. It has to be better than the perfection line. I think that the Bruins don't have to match the Islanders' physicality but they can't do what the Penguins just did, man. The Penguins were trying to weather the storm, right? Which I understand, but the Islanders under Barry Trotz don't stop. They never stop coming at you, so you've got to take what they give you, and you got to keep playing your game. Don't get into the hitting match with them because they don't stop and they don't get tired. They're going to keep going until you give up, so don't give up. If the Bruins play to their strength, and they stay out of the penalty box, they should be able to take this series in six. I would like to say five, but I'm not going to be crazy. I'm going to say six. Either way, it's going to be a hell of a series. I cannot wait to watch. Go Bruins, of course. <laughs> and uh, can't wait for next podcast. Hopefully the Bruins will have a couple wins. Go over this with Team Bachamat. Figure out how we're feeling about the Bruins. Hopefully we're feeling very, very, very good and uh, I'm going to end it there. I just wanted to tell you guys what I thought about what was going to happen with the Bruins. As always, go to Big Mouth Words Podcast on Instagram. Many wrestling memes will happen. I'm going to create as much funny content as I can. Go to BigMouthSmallWords.com. And most importantly, stay safe. Thanks, everyone. embarrassing!